Hi, and welcome to the Raven New Testament Church podcast. You are about to hear a powerful message. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged by this message today. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome into our Mother's Day service this morning. Good to have you with us uh, on this beautiful Mother's Day. And uh, we'll take a moment uh, just to say uh, we love and appreciate all of our mothers out there this morning. And uh, wish we could be in service together, all of us uh, together this morning. But uh, uh, glad you've chosen to join in with us on the live stream. And uh, certainly want to remember um, all of our moms this morning, lift them up. If you haven't told mom, happy Mother's Day. Uh, it's not too late yet. So uh, give her a call if you, and uh, go see her, whatever you can do. Hopefully I'll get to uh, Lord's willing, going to see my mom a little bit later and spend some time with her this afternoon. Look forward to that uh, today. And so we're going to... We're going to get into the service this morning. We got uh, a couple things. We're going to do some some music and some worship. Uh, Brother Bubba will be preaching the word here in just a little bit as well. Uh, but we've also got a special announcement that we're going to make regarding church and uh, opening up church again. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We're going to do that a little bit later uh, in the service. But uh, right now we want to want to open up with prayer and want to uh, again remember those that uh, those that are sick, those that are fighting this disease. Um, Certainly want to remember the um, Cooper family uh, as well. One of our uh, former members here at New Testament Church, uh, Sister Brenda, passed away um, this past week. And uh, we want to lift up uh, Brother Pete and Brother Bo and Sister Tracy, all their, fam- all their family, all their children, and uh, continue to lift them up in prayer. And, and all those that have lost loved ones. And I know we've had several funerals over the last several weeks, and we're going to continue to remember those families um, as well. Let's remember... Uh, this service today and let's remember what God's going to do uh, as we continue to move into opening back up church again. Let's continue to remember that we make the right decisions at the right times uh, as we do this. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you and praise you for the opportunity to be in your house, God, to uh, to have a time of worship and praise this morning, to, uh, to have a time of the Word. God, we ask you, Lord God, just to help us and be with us and strengthen us, God, as we, uh, God, come into this place this morning, God, and help us, God, to uh, be in a position, God, where we can receive something from you. We pray for those families, God, that have lost loved ones this week. I pray specifically for the Cooper family, God, that you would continue to strengthen and help them, God, through this time, all of their children, God, as well, family. And uh, friends, Lord, we ask you, Lord God, to touch God our service this morning. God, lift up our moms this morning. God, we ask you, Lord, to, uh, to bless them. God, give them a good day. God, a blessed day, Lord. And uh, Lord, we ask God that you just uh, anoint God the songs that be sung, God the worship, God that's going to go up, Lord, and uh, the, the word, God, will be brought forth a little later, God, in the service as well. God, and we ask it, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. We all join in with us. We're going to. Uh, we're going to go back to a little bit of old school church uh, this morning. So I, I would say if you got your red back hymn, will pull it out. But uh, you may not have one at home. But uh, these songs should be pretty familiar. But uh, page 251, uh, we'll understand it better by and by. Amen. Here we're often tossed and driven on the restless sea of time. Rolling clouds in howling tempest, all succeed a bright sunshine. In that land of perfect day, when that mist has rolled away, we will understand it better by and by. Well, now by and by, Lord, when the morning comes. 
destitute of the things that life demands. Want a shelter and a food, thirsty hills and barren land. But we're trusting in the Lord and according to his word. We will understand it better by and by. Well, now by and by, Lord, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we will tell the soul how we've overcome and we'll understand it better by and by. Try is dark on every hand and we cannot understand. All the ways that God will lead us to that blessed promised land. But you've got us with his eye, and we'll follow till we die. And we'll understand it better by and by. Well, by and by, Lord, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we will tell the story how we've overcome. Temptation's hidden snare often takes us unaware, and our hearts are made to bleed by some thoughtless word or deed. And we wonder why the test when we try to do our best, but we'll understand it better by and by. it better amen. amen by and by tap the one you introduce the next song for us thank you lord page 223 if you have your hymnals when the home gates swing open what a day that's going to be amen <laughs> I am on the upward road leading to that bright abode where forever my soul shall be free. Won't that be a happy time? Heaven's bells will sweetly chime when the home gates swing open for me. Oh, that will be a happy day when the clouds I shall praise him evermore when the home gates swing open for me. Oh, that will be a happy day when the clouds pass away 
walking in his life till my face shall end inside he will lead me till safe for the sea i shall find a welcome there and a crown of glory where when the home gates swing open for me oh that will be a happy day when the Walking in his life till my face shall end inside. He will lead me till safe for the sea. I shall find a welcome there and a crown of glory where when the home gates swing open for me, oh, that will be. God, when those home gates swing open, amen, for us. What a time that's going to be, amen, a time to remember, amen, as well. This amen. morning, I know there's there's several probably out there that uh, uh, maybe your mother has passed on and uh, passed on over to the other side. And so Mother's Day may be a little bit bittersweet sometimes and uh, remembering those that uh, have gone on to heaven before us. But what a, what a hope and what a promise it is to know that we're going to be together with them, amen, again one day. And we, so we remember back on Mama. Uh, this morning, Brother Rick's got a beautiful song he's going to sing for us this morning. Amen. It's called Mama's Prayer. Y'all worship with him. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There were times when I was young, I saw tears in Mama's eyes. I wondered what it was that made my mama cry. As years went by, I understood these tears. She was crying for her children while she was living here. Lord, please save my children. This I come and pray, Lord, please save my children, don't let them stray away, just keep your hands upon them, don't let them die in vain, Lord, please Save my children, Lord, this I pray today. Now the years have come and gone since Mama passed away. But back in my memories, I can still hear Mama. Pray. 
I can still hear those prayers to God on bended knees, hoping that she would hear me say, Mama, I got saved. Lord, please save my children. This I come and pray, Lord, please save my children, don't let them stray away, just keep your hands upon them, don't let them die in vain, Lord, please save my children, Lord, this I pray today. Well, now that I'm grown with children of my own, I try to show my children the way as I was shown. Each day that I live, I spend time with God in prayer. And as I start this day, I can still hear Mama say, Lord, please save my children. This I come and pray, Lord, please save my children, don't let them stray away, just keep your hand upon them, don't let them die in vain, Lord, please save Just keep your hands upon them. Don't let them die in vain. Lord, please save my children. Lord, this I pray today. Well, amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Mama's Prayer. Amen. What a beautiful song. Amen, Brother Rick. Amen. Beautiful worship. Amen. This morning, I'm going to dismiss our, our musicians and singers this morning and appreciate them. Amen. Amen. And uh, being here with us today. And we're going to move into uh, announcement time this morning. We're going to get into uh, talking about opening, and opening up church again. So, uh, again, we thank you for being here and for Brother Bubba Preaches. We're going to go through this um, in detail a little bit this morning, but we, th we feel like this is necessary uh, to prepare us for kind of the next phase of what we're about to move into here at church. So, uh, I'm going to take just a few minutes this morning uh, and uh, kind of go over this, but uh, 
Uh, we've we've kind of titled this this morning, Opening, Opening Up Church Again, We're Better Together. Uh, and uh, so we, we do believe that. We know that uh, uh, all the things out there have been saying, uh, you know, we're, we're safer apart. Um, and uh, we certainly understand what's going on and what the needs are there and, and uh, what, kind of what's been taking place and the sicknesses that are going around. I'll just say uh, kind of quick, um, you know, it kind of brings it home. I've said this from the very beginning that, uh, um, you know, out of all the statistics and out of all the numbers that are being, you know, put out there, uh, you know, over the last several months, uh, the most important statistic is one. Uh, when it's your family, when it's your loved one, when it's your uh, friend, um, that number is very significant, and, th and that kind of got drove home uh, this week with the passing of Sister Brenda Cooper, uh, former member here at New Testament. Uh, and again, as I said earlier, we're certainly in prayer for them. But uh, what we're dealing with here is not something to play around with. Uh, what we are what we are dealing with is is very, uh, and we want to take it very seriously. Uh, and so uh, we're first going to look at the announcement or the amended Safer at Home order that the governor put out earlier this week. Uh, so the new state guidelines um, basically say the governor issued this uh, on May the 11th, Monday, May the 11th, um, is when it, it will go into effect. Um, this amended order is going to remove the 10-person limit on non-work-related gatherings. And so uh, I think we said this earlier on, but churches fall under this non-work-related gatherings uh, kind of heading here. So um, as of tomorrow, Monday, May the 11th, uh, church services will be allowed to take place again uh, with more than 10 people in attendance. Uh, however, churches still must follow CDC guidelines, enforce physical distancing requirements, and promote disinfection and good hygiene protocols. And so we're going to talk about a little bit about that uh, this morning. Uh, so our New Testament church response uh, is this. We plan to reopen services at New Testament Church beginning on Wednesday, May the 13th at 7 o'clock p.m. So we're going to pick back up with our regular worship services uh, there on this Wednesday night, so on today. Uh, in accordance with the governor's amended order, we will be proceeding with caution. Uh, our goal is to open up church services while maintaining a safe, safe and healthy work environment or, or worship environment. Uh, for our members. Uh, in order to accomplish this goal, we'll be implementing uh, a three-phased approach. At least that's our plan at this point. That may change as other things change. Uh, but our current plan right now is to try to implement this in about three phases. And so we're going to look at what those are. So phase one is what's going to go into effect this Wednesday, May the 13th. Um, we're going to open up worship services only uh, in phase one. Uh, and uh, we'll get into the details of what that means here in just a second. Uh, phase two, as we get a little bit further along into this and they begin to open up things a little more uh, and we feel, feel led to do so, um, that we're going to open up Sunday school uh, as part of phase two. Now that effective date, as it's written there, as you see it, uh, hopefully on your screen there, is to be determined. We don't know when that's going to happen. Uh, that'll just happen as we pray and seek the Lord and we listen to what's going on out there. Phase three is kind of back to normal, or what people are saying, back to a new normal. Um, and so phase three, we'll have worship services, Sunday school, and then things like Tiny Tots, Kids Church, Youth Group, all of those events will be opened back up um, as we get into kind of a phase three um, scenario. Uh, but so let's look 
at phase one, what we're going to do, effective again Wednesday, May the 13th, 2020 for us, because that'll be the first service uh, that we'll have here is this coming Wednesday night. Um, so point number one, there's going to be several service options, okay? Um, the following services will be open during phase one. Sunday a.m. worship at 11. These live streams over the past couple weeks at 11 o'clock. Sunday p.m. worship at 6 o'clock p.m. And Wednesday worship at 7 o'clock p.m. Um, also, uh, as I mentioned, the following groups and programs are going to remain closed during phase one. Sunday school, Tiny Tots, Kids Church, Youth Group, and other such um, meetings um, uh, during church services. So um, that's kind of important for you to, us to know and realize. What we're trying to do is we're trying to make an environment where we can come to church and be together, uh, but we don't put people uh, in small rooms and small you know, small uh, spaces uh, and situations right now if we can help it. And so that's one of the ways that we're going to try to do that and accomplish that. Also, we want to mention that those with weak or compromised immune systems are encouraged to stay home to take advantage of the live stream and recorded services. So our, our plan, our goal during phase one uh, is to continue to do our best to do the live stream services for those that are unable to attend or those that maybe don't feel comfortable attending uh, church services during this time. Uh, we're going to have to make some modifications to how we got things set up right now, uh, but we're going to do that before Wednesday and Lord's willing, and we're able to do so, we're going to continue to live stream these in some way, shape, or form um, over, over the next several weeks during this phase one uh, approach. Uh, point number two, stay-at-home requirements. Um, so this bold it and italicized it because uh, this is very important for all of us to know and understand. Please stay home and do not come to church if anyone, if you or anyone in your household and we got a list of things here. Number one, are experiencing cold or flu-like symptoms. In other words, I'll just put it plain to you. If you're feeling sick, don't come to church, please, uh, during this time. If you've been in contact with someone diagnosed with or suspected to have COVID-19 in the last 14 days, uh, please do not come to church. Uh, please stay home when you or anyone in your household are experiencing any of the COVID-19 symptoms which I'm not a doctor or nurse, but uh, taking some of this from the CDC's website, uh, those symptoms are things like fever, chills, shortness of breath, cough, sore throat, and recent loss of taste or smell. Uh, they may add some to this list. They may take some off of this list. This list has been revised since this whole COVID-19 thing has started. Uh, so just, just follow that and, and understand and know if you're having any of those type of symptoms, uh, that make you feel like you've been sick or you may feel sick, uh, please stay home during that time. Uh, also, please stay home when you or anyone in your household has had a fever of 104 degrees, 100.4 degrees or greater within the last 72 hours. Um, I know it seems a little strict, but uh, I know some are saying 24 hours or 48 hours. Uh, we want 72 hours. We want to make sure that there's, there's nobody coming into the church uh, that's been running a fever uh, over the last several days. And so uh, we ask that you uh, help us in following that, uh, following that guideline. And we'll talk a little bit more about it in just a second. Uh, and also, if you're experiencing any other type of illness. So this, this applies to other things, and it's probably a, an eye-opener for some of us for other sicknesses, just like the common flu or the cold or a stomach virus or any other illness. 
Um, if, if you're experiencing those kind of things, something that could be contagious to someone else, um, please stay home during that time and don't bring those, uh, those type of things uh, into, into the group here, into the church. Um, temperature checks. Um, this is part of stay-at-home requirements. So we are not, uh, again, we're not going to be checking temperatures at the door, um, but we ask you to do so. Um, so um, we've got a little temperature thing at the house we, we got, and we check the girls' temperature and our temperature from time to time, uh, just make sure there's nothing going on there. Uh, we're going we're gonna to put that on you uh, as the member, uh, as you're coming to church, and, and trust that you are looking out for these symptoms and, and one of those obviously one of the major symptoms is fever uh, and uh, we certainly want to um, you know limit the exposure to to that so check your temperature before you come to church if anybody in your your household is running a fever everybody please stay home in that household uh, don't come to church that night or that day and, and check in with the live stream uh, or the recorded services that will be put out point number three cleaning and disinfection the church will be thoroughly cleaned and disinfected before and after each service. Um, disinfecting spray and wipes and other cleaning supplies will be available in the sanctuary, in the bathrooms, and in the nursery area right now. And as we open up other areas of the church, uh, we'll continue spreading out the cleaning supplies uh, as we move forward. We ask you to please disinfect and wipe down all shared surfaces before and after each use. This could be the bathroom, it could be the nursery if you're going in to change the diaper or whatever the case may be. Um, spray it down before, wipe it down before and after uh, each use so we can make sure that we, we limit any spread of anything there. Point number four, proper hygiene. Uh, we ask that everybody follow the CDC recommendations for proper hygiene. We're going to have uh, little papers and notes and flyers posted around in different areas around the bathrooms and nursery. Uh, maybe even here in the sanctuary to remind everybody of these things. Uh, hand sanitizer is going to be provided as you enter and exit the sanctuary. Uh, we're going to have some people standing at the door. We'll have some way uh, there for, uh, for you to get sanitizer as you walk in and as you walk out. Uh, we ask that you please wash your hands thoroughly uh, with soap and water after you use the restroom or touching any shared surfaces like we said. Um, and then I know one of the questions that will probably come out through this, and we want to go ahead and address it, is wearing masks. We know uh, wearing masks is a recommendation of the CDC uh, and others as well. They say when we go out in public, you go into Walmart or whatever, put your mask on, those kind of things. And I know a lot of people are doing that. Um, there are some that are not. Um, I'm probably, um, I don't know if I should admit this or not, but I'm probably in that lumped in with a group of people who, who do not. Um, I'm probably a little bit like President Trump in that regards where, you know, wear your mask, but I'm not going to wear one. So um, I'm probably a little bit in that, in that group. It's hard to stand up here and sing and preach and talk with a mask on your face. And if I'm going to take the mask off to do that, there's no point in wearing it to, to begin with. So, um, but we say that because we know there are a lot of people that are comfortable with that uh, and, and who would prefer to come in a situation like this with a mask on. Uh, we encourage you to do so. Uh, if you feel comfortable wearing your mask or you feel like you need to, um, please do so uh, and uh, uh, we'll support you in that 100%. Point number five, physical distancing. Follow all CDC recommendations for physical distancing. Um, so one of, the, one of the key things that we're going to do here, we're going to say it this way, greet each other with a kind word and a smile. Um, and I know this is probably going to, this is one of the toughest things that we're going to have to do in phase one. Uh, we ask that you please do not shake hands. Please do not hug necks. Uh, 
uh, and please do not engage in any other physical contact that could spread germs uh, to others. Uh, this, is, this goes against our very nature as Christians. It goes against our nature as New Testament church. Because uh, as long as I've ever been here, you always, you know, you greet everybody with a hug, with a handshake, with the hello, and, and all those things. And uh, we're just going to have to, um, we're going to have to make some changes uh, to this. And this is not permanent, uh, but this will be in effect during phase one. And so we ask you, please, please, um, um, refrain from doing these things during phase one. And I'm, I'll be the first to admit, I'm probably going to make a mistake somewhere along the line. And you're going to see me reach out to shake your hand or somebody else's hand. If you do, call me out on it. Tell me, Brother Tony, we're not supposed to be doing that. Uh, I did it at work the other day. I had a gentleman come down from Birmingham I hadn't seen in a while, and, and uh, he was down uh, meeting with us on some other stuff. And he come up, and first thing, we both did it, reached out and shook hands with each other. And then we, as soon as we did, we realized, yeah, we shouldn't have done that uh, during this time. But uh, uh, help us out with that. I know that's going to be difficult and a hard thing to do, uh, but uh, it will certainly help us uh, in limiting the spread of anything. Uh, that may be out there. Um, also under physical distancing, stay six feet apart. Uh, still one of the requirements, even though they lifted the requirement for 10 people in a gathering, the, the requirement is still there to physical distance. I know they, they say social distancing, um, and I understand what they're trying to say there, but I use, I'm going to use the term physical distancing because we're still going to socialize. We're still going to talk with each other. We're still going to worship together. We're still going to praise together. We're still going to pray together. Uh, but we're going to be physically distanced by staying six feet apart. Now, members of the same household or family can sit together. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but all others should remain at least six feet apart. Our ushers and security team will be assisting with the seating uh, during the services. So we're going to help people kind of spread out and make sure uh, that we're following this guideline. If we run into a situation on a Sunday morning or another service where we physically cannot get everybody in here and spaced out the way uh, that we need to do it, we're going to overflow into the fellowship hall. Uh, so that may be a possibility. I understand we may have to ask some people to move in there. We'll set up a, uh, we'll set up a speaker. We'll set up a screen. We'll set up whatever we can do in there uh, to, to make them part. But we also want to follow these guidelines. Uh, we just ask that you please cooperate with us uh, on that. Also, under physical distancing, uh, please keep children in your seating area. Again, this is going to be a really hard one, I know. Um, this is going to be difficult to do, uh, but we, we're asking for your help. We're asking for your cooperation uh, in making this happen. Please keep your children in your seating area. Uh, do not allow children to roam around the church or be passed from person to person. Uh, if we do that, we're, uh, we're kind of going against everything else we're trying to do to keep people separate and keep things clean. and and all those kind of things. And I'm not saying the kids are all the ones running around with the germs, uh, but they do. Uh, they're just like the rest of us. They can get germs on their hands and things, uh, and they can pass those things around. And we know there have been some children sick, but they're also saying uh, that children can just be carriers sometimes. And so um, we, we need to be careful about that. Uh, so what we're asking is please, at least one parent or adult from the same household uh, remain seated with children at all times or in your area. Uh, necessarily seated. You could be standing praising and worshiping the Lord, but uh, you understand what we're saying. Kind of stay, keep them in your area. And I know it's going to be difficult. We got family, we got friends, we got loved ones, and we got little ones that love us and uh, that we love them, and it's going to be hard to do, but uh, this is something that we're going to have to do uh, in this phase one uh, process. The last point is point number six tithes and offerings. Um, this is an easy one, but we're going to put a container back in the, near the front door, the main entrance, as you come in. Um, and 
We're not going to pass offering plates around. Uh, so what we ask you to do is prepare your tithes, prepare your offerings, uh, and either drop them in uh, in the container, probably, probably going to be a five-gallon bucket, uh, drop it in uh, as you enter the service or as you leave the service, uh, and uh, we'll collect those and, and get that uh, to Brother Rufus, Sister Linda, uh, to get deposited into the account there. But that way we don't have to pass around plates from place to place or uh, have people moving around uh, from place to place. Um, that's really the main points that uh, we wanted to hit on in this phase one. We're excited, number one, about opening up church again. Uh, we are. Uh, I'm telling I don't know if anybody's more excited than I am. Um, I'm ready to be through with this, and uh, I love live stream, and I love cameras, and I love all this stuff. It's been great, and it's been wonderful, but man, I am ready to get back to church uh, like we know it, and, uh, uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited to come back Wednesday night and, uh, and to have church here, but uh, again, I know this was a lot. I know this was a little bit long, uh, but we felt like it was necessary to get this information out. Uh, we're also, uh, what you saw there hopefully on the on the live stream, uh, we have it in a document form as well. Uh, so I'm going to be posting this a little bit later today, probably on uh, GroupMe, um, and uh, so you'll have a copy of all this. It's the same information that we just went over, uh, and uh, we're looking forward to it. But again, we ask, please uh, help us out with this. Um, we don't want to. We don't want to have to, um, you know tell somebody you can't come to church because you're not following directions, you're not following the guidelines. We don't want to have to do any of that kind of stuff. Please don't put us in that situation uh, to have to do that. But uh, just to comply with what we're saying there and, and uh, what we're laying out, we feel like uh, if we can do this, then we can come together and have church and have it safely. Uh, but if we get into, I'm just going to be honest with you, and Pastor and I have talked about this, and he may talk a little bit more about it here in just a second. But um, if, if we feel like people are not doing what we ask to do, uh, if we feel like we can't gather together here safely um, and that we're putting people at risk um, by doing this, um, God forbid, but we may, we may have to shut it back down. We may have to go back to live streams, and we don't want to have to do that. So uh, we're asking everybody, please take this seriously. Um, again, as we look at Sister Brenda Cooper, and I know there's, there's others, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very heavy this morning because this is Mother's Day. It's, you know, the timing and, and all the things that are going on is somebody here from our, our local community, from our, uh, from our church here, and, and uh, um, it really hits home and the seriousness of what we're dealing with. So please help us with that. Uh, but, you know, again, come back. Uh, and I'm going to say this. By the above, I think it agree with me. If you, if you disagree with me, uh, you can correct me when you get up here. But uh, uh, we're going to have church. When we get back together, we're going to have church. And so all the physical distancing and all the things that we're going to do uh, is to try to keep everybody safe and healthy and, and not spread anything. Uh, but I can tell you a couple things that, uh, you know, we'll have Sunday school and tiny tots and youth group closed and those kind of things. But I can tell you a couple things that will never be closed. These altars will never be closed. Amen. That bottle of oil will always have oil Amen. in it. It'll never run dry, right? Uh, we'll always make sure there's oil in there. We'll always make sure the altars are open. Uh, we don't want you to come in here and feel like you can't feel your freedom to worship God. Uh, we want you to feel your freedom. We want you to worship and praise the Lord. Uh, we want you to come to it on your heart to do so. Uh, we're, we just want you to know we're going to be disinfecting, cleaning all this stuff before and after the services uh, for you and make sure you're, you're being taken care of and you're in a safe, uh, healthy environment. So thank you for your time. I know this was a lot. Uh, if anybody has any questions, let us know. Put them out there on GroupMe or, or call us or text us, whatever the case may be. 
uh, we'll be happy to answer anything that we can. But let's, uh, let's turn the service over to Brother Bubba. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we love you and thank you and praise you, God, for your blessings, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy. God, we ask you, Lord God, to help us, uh, God, as we move into this phase one, as we move into opening up church again, opening up the doors, God, that uh, God, we would do this safely, we'd do it wisely. God, we make the right decisions, God, and we ask, God, that you would touch and bless our pastor now as he comes to minister the word. God, help us, God, today, Lord, to receive it in Jesus' name. Pray. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Well, I'd like to say good morning to everyone and a happy Mother's Day to all our mothers here at Raven New Testament Church. And uh, thank you, Brother Tony. That was, uh, that's what we're going to do. And uh, I just appreciate that. Uh, uh, what you said and uh, the guidelines that we're going to go by and uh, okay let me get this to you but I appreciate it and uh, church and uh, we starting out at phase one let's encourage one another pray for one another I like to say that would, uh, that was good brother Tony that's what we need to do and what we no it's not what we're going need to do is what we're going to do. Amen. And uh, I'd like to say as your pastor here at Raven New Testament Church, the guidelines that Brother Tony just informed all of us with, I mean talking about all of us, talking about right here, old Brother Bubba and uh, Brother Tony and all of us, uh, which I back him up 100%, are going completely, uh, uh, fully enforced. We do not do this to hurt you in any way, but to protect you and your family's health and all of us as well. So all of us need to be patient, need to be helpful, and pray that God will help us all stay safe as we reopen the church. And pray that God, don't stop praying, pray that God will move this virus. So let's all do what? Have you ever heard the old saying, let's all start out on the right foot. Uh, always says you start out on the right foot, you end up on the right foot, right? I believe that God is well pleased with us doing so. We know God can protect us. Ain't no and, if, and buts about that. We know God can protect us. But God, and God don't need no help from us. But God wants us to help ourselves a lot of times. He gives us wisdom and knowledge to, to take care of ourselves, take care of this old flesh. And as your pastor, uh, I must say, if we cannot abide by these guidelines, I'm talking about all of us, I would not hesitate to shut the services down again. And we will continue to do live stream until. I mean, it's just simple as that. As Brother Tony said, uh, amen, uh, uh, Sister Brenda left us due to this virus. Brother Pete's fighting a battle. His son's fighting a battle and all his whole family. All we're trying to do is protect you and protect ourselves. Ezekiel, in Ezekiel chapter number 3, verse 10, God told Ezekiel this. He said, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word of thy mouth and give them warning from me. 
other words, God has placed Brother Tony and myself here to be watchmen over you. And if we, amen, fail to warn you or fail to take actions in situations like this, we're not doing what God called us to do, and we're going to be punished by God. A watchman is what? What is a watchman? A watchman is one that watches or guards over someone or something. We got to guard you. We got to watch over you. We got to protect you in every way we possibly can in order to be pleasing to God. God is, as I said, God has called Brother Tony and I to be watchmen over you. And I believe it's, he's talking about both physically and spiritually. You know, Acts 2 and uh, uh, 28, Paul was saying here to the church, uh, to the elders there, uh, to the leaders at Ephesus, he said, take heed, therefore, to yourselves. We got to take heed to ourselves, Brother Tony and myself, and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. What is an overseer? Overseer is what? One who watches over and directs the work of others. So we have got to watch over you. We got to work together in this. And whatever those guidelines say, like yesterday I was uh, uh, at priest of memorial service here in the, in the fellowship hall. <laughs> I had a, a lady remind me when I reached out, we ain't supposed to be shaking hands. But I'd reach as Brother Tony said, because that's what I do, you know. <laughs> and I hug next. But it can't be doing that right now. I don't want to uh, give nobody the virus. I don't want nobody to give it to me or my family or you, uh, my church family, uh, or no one else. I know it's going to be hard to start off, but we can do it, church. How many believe we can do it? Can you say amen? I believe we can do it, but we got to work together. Brother Tony and I need your cooperation. We need you to help us. Ushers, we need you to help us. Amen. We need everybody to help one another, to encourage one another. Do the, uh, 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 stay apart like, like it says. And come on and pray and seek God. Get a hold to God, church. And it won't be long. God will say enough is enough. He'll lift this virus. And we can all get together. We can shout. We can jump these pews. We can run together, hug one another, go out for dinner with one another, and do things that we used to do. Amen. But as we said from the beginning, amen, God is in control. And God might have brought this, uh, the church's way to kind of slow down the church, a uh, halt the church and say, hey, man, I need you to get back where you need to be at with me. I need you to pray. I need you to seek my faith. I need you to get back in the house of God. You've been lagging on me. I want to get your attention. Well, he's got my attention. Does he have your attention, church? And somebody shout amen? amen. Has he got your attention? He's got my attention. Hey, man. Praise the Lamb of God. But work with us here. As I said, we're not doing this to hurt nobody. But if it gets out of hand, we will be shutting back down and we will do live stream until. Amen. But again, let me go into the message. I'm not going to hold you long here. Uh, uh, praise God. But uh, 
I want to uh, go to Deuteronomy chapter number 5, read one verse out of there. Uh, uh, this morning, talking about the mothers here for just a few minutes here, and then we're going to dismiss. Won't be no service tonight. We're dismissing tonight, so there won't be no service here at Raven New Testament Church. Go home. Uh, uh, be with your mothers. Those that still got mothers uh, a living today, uh, uh, and be there with them. And uh, take good care of them. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, Deuteronomy, uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, God, for the word, God, that we're fixing to read, God. God, I know it's your word, God, your encrafted word, God. And God, I thank you for the beautiful songs that were sung this day on Mama's Day. Lord, I love you. Lord, I appreciate you. And Lord, I thank you, God, that we're fixing to read your word, God. And God, to go out and accomplish, Lord, what you sent it out to do, Lord, not to return back void uh, uh, this morning. Praise God. In Deuteronomy chapter 5, very familiar scripture. We know, amen, where Moses was talking here to the children of Israel. This is part of the, uh, uh, of the commandments. Uh, and it says in 516, Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God has commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. What does it say? Honor your father, honor your mother. It didn't say whether we liked it or not. This is a command from God. I acknowledge this very day, church, mothers, has been a special day for you. This is a holiday for all the mamas today. Hallelujah. And he said, uh, honor. What does honor mean? High respect for mama. Regard her with great respect uh, uh, today. Amen. Uh, oh, my, my. And he said, if you want to live a long life, he was telling Israel, uh, if you want to live a long life in the land which the Lord's going to give you, you want to prolong your days, you want to live longer, you honor your father and honor your mother, and you can live for a long time. I mean, it's sad to say this morning, Brother Rick, but you look at the, a lot of young folks today, a lot of young folks and a lot of older ones have went out into eternity, brother, simply because they didn't follow the command of God, honoring thy father and thy mother. Amen. I can truly say this morning, I had a great mother. Amen. Hallelujah. She was a good little, a little woman, amen, a good Christian woman. I long to go to heaven and be with her. I know what she's doing right now. She's in that heavenly choir. They're having a time on Mother's Day. Brother Rick, that song that you sung and all the songs that were sung this morning on Mama's Day, amen, I believe they all rejoiced in heaven. Oh, my, my. I believe they're having a time in heaven uh, 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 this morning, uh, on Mother's Day this morning. But I loved my mama. My mama loved me. My mama might have been a, a, a little short woman, but she carried a, a hefty punch when she got that belt or that switch. But she taught me. She trained me in the way that I should go. I departed from it, but I'm going to tell you, that's what brought me back was mama's teaching. Mama's tr the way mama trained me, that teaching would always uh, 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 come to me when I get out, get out 
When I got out there in that world and I began to partake of things, that teaching that mom instilled it in my mind and in my heart, it would always come, it would always surface and let me know what I was about to do was wrong. Amen. And I thank God for my mom, and I'm going to see her one day. <clears throat> by the help and by the grace of Almighty God, I will see her one day. Amen. Why? Why? You look around, you see. Look, look around and see how, how, how you're blessed abundantly, how God has blessed you. Why did Moses tell Israel, you honor mama, a father, you honor mama, everything go well with you. And brother, I can truly say everything has went well with me. I've been blessed. Uh, oh, down through the years, I'm still blessed. And, hate, and I'm going to continue to be blessed because I still, even though they're gone, I still honor my mother and my daddy. And I see my family, I see my girls, Trina and Tabitha, how they honor both Brian and myself, and I see how that they're blessed. They had to get on to say once in a while, I correct us every once in a while, amen, but I still, they still honor us, and they still love us, and they still care for us, amen. And the Bible says you want to uh, things go well with you, do it, amen. You want to live a long life upon this earth, amen, honor you. Father and your mother. Hallelujah. And you know, it, it, it's not only required in the Old Testament, required in the New Testament. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 6, uh, amen, uh, verses 2 and 3, he said, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Amen. In other words, amen. Uh, I promised it to go well with you. I'll take care of you. You'll live a long life up on this earth by honoring your father and your mother. Fail to obey them carries a what? A penalty, don't it? Amen. Hallelujah. Biblically, honoring mothers and fathers is commanded by God. Old and New Testament. Amen. Amen. What way can it be celebrated, Mother's Day? Well, the traditional ways that we celebrate Mother's Day is we take mom out for dinner. But no, we, <laughs> we can't do that now, right? right? So what's wrong with you fixing dinner and carrying it to mama? Fixing dinner at your house and carrying it to mama. Go pick up mama and fix dinner at your house and, and, and bring mama to your house. And y'all celebrate and have a great time. Nothing wrong with that, right? Hey, man. Oh, you could honor mama by getting her card. Oh, many cards with flowers. Oh, with candy, right? Hey, man. Hallelujah. As Christians, we should be fully convinced that we are doing what God wants us to do, celebrating Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Who is a good mother? A good mother is often called a good enough mother. She does her best to teach her children how to live life to the fullness. A good mother will be there for her children when they need her. And I can truly say, hey, man, been here 
at New Testament Church for 10 years or maybe over, I can truly say we got some good mothers in our church Amen. that love their children, that's teaching their children uh, the ways of God, and I'm proud to be your pastor, and I'm proud of every one of you today. Amen. Amen. I speak on behalf of Brother Tony, my sister, and I believe he can say the same thing, that we're proud of y'all today Amen. and hoping that you're having a blessed day. Amen. Uh, oh, uh, as I said, she'll be there for her children. She teaches her, chi her child or her children the importance of self-worth. Now, I'm talking about here a good mother, but I'm not talking about a perfect mother because there is no perfect. The mother of Jesus was not a perfect woman. Mary was not a perfect woman. Her son was a perfect man. Hallelujah. So mama, I'll be the first to tell you she was full of faults and failures and mistakes. But she loved the Lord and God loved her and God was in her heart. He corrected her faults. He corrected her failures. He corrected her mistakes. And she's in heaven today with all the other mothers uh, uh, today. They're having a time. They're celebrating in heaven on Mother's Day. Why? We're, let's celebrate today with our mothers uh, today. Hallelujah. Let's look at a few things here, then we'll close. A good mother. Number one, a good mother loves her child or her children unconditionally. Don't make no difference what the conditions is. When that child or those children are bad, mama still loves them. Or when things ain't going right in their lives, mama still loves those children. Number two, a good mother never hurts her children. Hallelujah. I can remember back during the years when Mama, <clears throat> as I said, Mama was there for, uh, we call, a lot of folks call her mother, I call her Mama. <laughs> I can remember back down through the years how Mama was there for us. <clears throat> she would always, uh, you know, uh, Brother Willie, hey man, she'd always, always make sure all nine of us was fed before she would eat. And uh, hey, man, and uh, and God blessed her. God God took good care of her because she she never hurt us. She was there for us. Hey, man, at all times. Number three. She always does what's best for her child or her children. Hey, man, a good mama does that. Number four. She always puts her children's needs before hers. My mama did. This fits my mama to the T. And I can speak for a lot of you. I believe it fits your mama to the T as well. Always wants to be around her child or her children, number five. That's the way mama was, my mother was. Number six, she does not feel bored spending time with her child or her children. Us old boys, when we were ready, Mama never got bored with us. We always kept something going. But it seemed like it thrilled Mama's heart <laughs> to see us uh, being happy and having joy. Number seven, she never resents her child or her children. Hallelujah. 
Number eight, she feels happy and overjoyed every time she looks at her child or her children. That's a mama. That's a good mama. As I said, not a perfect mama, but a good mama. Hallelujah. Proverbs, uh, Solomon says in Proverbs 31, 28, he said, her children, mama's children, rises up and calls her blessed. Her husband also calls her blessed, and her husband praises her. Amen. I like to say I thank God for Brynn, my wife. <clears throat> She's a good mother. Amen. <clears throat> We've been married almost 47 years, and she's been there for her children, been there for her grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And, and God has certainly blessed her for being there. And I'd classify my wife as being a good wife and a good mother. Proverbs 11, 16, a gracious woman gets honor, a violent man gets violent men, gets riches. Hallelujah. So church, today, as I leave it with you today, <clears throat> spend time with mama. Amen. <clears throat> Let her know this is your day. This ain't my day. It's your day, mama. And I'm here to be with you, to love you, to do whatever you want to do today. So I said, I know we can't take them out for then. I know that's where we'd be headed. <clears throat> Trina and Tap to be taking, taking uh, uh, Brian out for uh, 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 dinner today if we could go out. Brother Tony, Sister Juana would be with us too. And uh, all, all the other mothers, Kim and, and uh, Megan, would be with us as well. But we can't do that. So Brother Kevin's invited us up to his house to have a good dinner. And we're going to go up there and have a good time. And I hope you have a good day today as well. And I like to say, mothers, may God richly bless you. And uh, hopefully I'll see you Wednesday night if the good Lord's willing. And if you're there at the house today, and uh, as we pray, if you've got a son or a daughter right there at your house today that's lost, and they may grab you and say, Mama, would you pray with me? Mama, pray, pray with him or her. I'd like to see a soul saved today. That's what it's all about, ain't it? Amen. Praise the Lamb of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank and praise you, God, for the service we've had today, Lord. Thank and praise you, God, today for your spirit being in the midst of us today, Lord. Thank and praise you for them beautiful songs, anointed songs, God, that were sung, the good anointed music, God. Thank and praise you, God, for your love and for your mercy today, God. Thank you for this special day today, God. It's Mother's Day today. We're celebrating it, Lord. God, I know my mother's in heaven where my dad's at, and I know they're having a time in heaven today, Lord. We just had a time in church this morning. God, we love you. God, we praise you. God, we honor you, Lord. And I pray if there be a lost soul today, God, amen, It wants to cry out to you, God, amen, and get saved. I pray, God, that you'll hear their cry, and God, that you'll save them today, Lord. God, I appreciate you, and I love you this morning, Lord. I know you're real today, Lord. And God, I give you praise, give you glory, give you honor, God, for this service this morning. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray, amen and amen. Brother Tony. Amen. Well, uh, 
Great service this morning and a great, great message this morning, Pastor, as well, reminding us to, uh, to honor our fathers and my mothers. I hope my two kids are listening uh, on that part. Amen. To honor mom today. And uh, Father's Day is not too far around the corner, so uh, they'll have an opportunity to, uh, to honor dad as well. But uh, it's good to be here to, today. And uh, as I said, you know, it's, it's a little bittersweet to be here and uh, not have our whole church here with us, especially on a on a day like Mother's Day, but uh, uh, we wish uh, wish that uh, maybe the governor would have backed it up a day or two and uh, allowed us to do it, but we're, we're following along with what they're putting out there, so um, bear with us as we do that, but uh, we're excited. We're going to be here Wednesday night, and uh, uh, I'm excited to get back to church and to have a good time uh, here with, uh, with all of our church members, and uh, come be with us uh, uh, Wednesday night, and uh, I know a lot of people still maybe transitioning and work schedules and schools kind of out and that kind of thing. You got opportunity, come be with us Wednesday night. Uh, go ahead and pencil it in your calendar and uh, don't pencil it in, go ahead and put it in ink. Uh, so you'll be here uh, Wednesday night and uh, seven o'clock and be a part of the service. Uh, and as Lord's willing, as we move forward in this, we're gonna start, as we said, into phase one. Uh, we'll have Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock, Sunday nights at six o'clock and Wednesday nights at seven o'clock, come be with us. Be part of the services. Be part of what God's doing here. Uh, I know many people are anxious to get back to church. This is your opportunity. Uh, come be with us. Let's have a good time. Mothers, uh, we love you today. We appreciate you today. Uh, if you haven't seen I think everybody um, perhaps has already seen it, but we put something out on YouTube this morning uh, to honor all of our mothers and our ladies uh, here in New Testament church. So if you haven't had a chance to see that, uh, go check that out. Listen to that. We just wanted to honor you. Uh, this morning, thanks to Tapta and Trina for helping to put that uh, yes. uh, together and coming up with this. And uh, we certainly do appreciate you. Love you. Thank Hope you. you have a great day. Uh, happy Mother's Day again. Thank you for joining us. Please feel free to share comments, prayer requests, or praise reports. Check back soon for additional episodes.